In this first ever listener voted in Valentine's Day special, we go full tinfoil hat as we uncover the mystery of Taylor Swift's alleged connections to the Illuminati. And we're back. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the Phantom Jukebox. I'm Ty Lindsay. And I'm Joseph Shannon. We're two musicians who dive into the world of music, their myths, conspiracies, and bizarre history. Thank you for coming back to us. Yes. So uh, you can find uh, our show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere, just about anywhere that you like to listen to your shows. Uh, we're working on Pandora as the next one on my yes. list. We're also on the uh, Google podcast. We as want well. to be everywhere. Want to be everywhere. Broadcasting worldwide, which we are actually. We are. We had listeners in Morocco. Wow. That's really cool. We're up to three. Uh, currently, as of this episode, uh, we are at 379 downloads. Wow. So Thank is, you guys so much. That is a thanks. Big thanks to you out there and the amazing work by Dakota Galvin. Oh, yes. So she has been absolutely killing it with the social medias. And uh, so on Apple Podcast and Spotify, uh, you, if you could, please give us five stars. And on the Apple one, you know, give us a rating. Tell us what you think. You know, if you got ideas you want us to cover in the show um, or maybe what was your favorite part of the uh, three parter Manson? Yes. One that was, was a lot of twists and turns so much. I think my so many hide your kids away moments. Yeah, yeah. This is a little bit. This is a little. This episode, I can tell you right now, is kid friendly. Um, it doesn't it's get just the Illuminati. It's just the Illuminati. Well, Taylor Swift, you might want to keep them away for that. But. We'll see. I actually have a little bit more respect for uh, for really? uh, T Swift after this episode. Oh, okay. I never like hated her. Of course, I was. I never really, like listened to her music like as like, a big fan. But after this, I have a little bit of like. I'm not going to go out and buy a CD. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But uh, I do have a little bit of respect for like how you know. You'll see, you'll see that it's evident that she's obviously good at what she does. Okay. So we'll, we'll get into that. Um, but yeah, tell us what your favorite part of the three parter was. Definitely. And you can find us on twitter.com forward slash phantom jukebox underscore facebook.com forward slash phantom jukebox and instagram.com forward slash phantom jukebox podcast. Follow us on the Twitters, the Facebooks, the Instagrams. Yes, yes. More content coming we soon. Don't really do a whole lot there, but Dakota Galvin does well, amazing work. Do our, we do our best to answer, uh, but uh, yes, the it one, gets to us. It gets to us, and we do answer. But the one who actually knows how to send those digital carrier yeah. pigeons to you and actually feeds them, <laughs> makes sure they're well dressed, waters them, waters the carrier pigeons, puts a little bow tie on them. That is most certainly Dakota Galvin. Yes. So. <laughs> He's very good at you what You don't want does. any hobo pigeons coming you to do. you. Because <laughs> that's what weed said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that is an unkept, that is an unkept messenger pigeon. <laughs> oh, man. Send it back. <laughs> that sounds like a line from Anchorman. <laughs> My God, that isn't, that is an unkept messenger pigeon. <laughs> oh, definitely. Such good. Those are my vote. One and two are my vote for the next things to be saved. 
and uh, uh, the Library of Congress <laughs> next to Shrek. <laughs> next to Shrek. Those oh. were good. Those were good. Yes. Oh, I, I think I missed it. It was a favorite moment of my personal favorite moment uh, of the three part trilogy was your line. Like I stopped origining for a second because <laughs> <laughs> that took us down so many places. <laughs> the act to origin. The act to origin. I think that that could possibly be another shirt. We'll put that one in a poll. I think at some point um, it'll just be like, we the, have too many it'll be options. Like the, the Webster dic- the, the Webster dictionary of it. It'd be like that uh, uh, verb. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but actually speaking of shirts, uh, really, really cool, um, news with that. So a couple, so in the three parter, yes, I believe it was part two. I think so. If I'm not mistaken, we asked everybody, uh, and there might be a little bit of confusion with the timing on that one because we, that one, we didn't expect to be a three parter. So, uh, the announcement might be coming a little later than expected. And I apologize for that. Um, but now we're we are going to announce the winner of uh, what Ziggy, my beloved uh, rat terrier, you can find her on Ziggy Smalls on Instagram, my beloved rat terrier, uh, what her cult would be called, and uh, the well, that's interesting podcast uh, came up with uh, Order of the Underbite, yes, and that we thought that was hilarious, and that one got the most votes, so that is actually going to be on a shirt. That was my favorite by far. Uh, I've actually, I loved it to the point where I immediately, uh, upon that one winning, I immediately got to work on (laughs) a design. So that is going to be like our number. Like we have, I've got uh, two shirt designs uh, done and I got to, uh, I got to set up the store and stuff, but that is going to be one of our shirts online. Uh, You can find the Well That's Interesting podcast uh, at WTI underscore pod on Twitter check them out they're like a like a funny kind of like sciencey podcast nice i like it so uh actually one of dakota's favorites oh oh and oh, oh. the cult leader speaketh oh she's mad she's mad one of her subjects has disobeyed her one of her subjects is oraged <laughs> <laughs> you have to get permission to orage you can't just do it on your own to get that permit <laughs> instead of one person party <laughs> But uh, uh, we're going to reach out to them if they uh, if you hear this, if you hear this before we can get the the word out to you, uh, the uh, well, that's interesting podcast people. If you can send us your info, I want to send you guys shirts. We need shirt sizes and where to send them. Definitely. Uh, it's going to be a minute for the sh- the, uh, the stores up, but uh, I want to congratulate them. And it's going to be a hilarious shirt. It's going to be awesome. I'm so excited. And photos of that will probably be on our Instagram soon. The proof is uh, in the mail. Like the uh, I've got one to test like the print. The proof of is, is in the pudding covered pigeon. The proof is in the severely beaten box by FedEx. <laughs> <laughs> should be should be arriving at my doorstep at any moment. <laughs> really excited for that one. Uh, so with all those announcements out of the way. Now Joe, we're here. Joe. Yes. What do you know? Of the Taylor Swift Illuminati conspiracy. Um, so with the Illuminati, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know much about it. I do know of certain celebrities being like allegedly tied. Okay. I did not know Taylor Swift was one of them. Um, real, real quickly summarize what's what when you say when you hear Illuminati, what do you think? 
Well, like we were talking about before, cults. Mm-hmm. Lots of orange. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, an underground government controlling the real government. We don't know what they're doing. Are they printing our money and is our money useless? I don't know. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so any images that come to mind when you think of Illuminati? Uh, the triangle with okay. the eye in the center. Okay. That was, and, uh, from national, national treasure, national treasure. that, <laughs> that symbol. There's not a it's whole all seeing eye. Yeah. Yeah. The one that's actually in the back of the dollar bill. Yes. Yes. So, all right, cool. So we got, we got, we got a, we got a temperature check. So that not, not is a whole the limit of my knowledge. All right. Well, by the end of today, you're going to know a couple things. You're going to know a lot about Taylor Swift. You're going to know a lot about the Illuminati, which did exist. And some, uh, some crazy stories and beliefs. I've got one of my favorite posts about it that we're going to get into. Okay. Quote unquote evidence of such. But before we get into the conspiracy, let's, let's learn about the main player here. Let's do a real quick run through of who is Taylor Swift. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Real, real quick. So her name is Taylor Allison Swift, born December 13th, 1989. She's a singer-songwriter, and she is named after uh, James Taylor, famous singer-songwriter. Oh, okay. Also not a huge fan of James Taylor, but yeah, you, have yeah. To acknowledge, you have to acknowledge his body of work, which is insane. Yeah. Uh, her grandmother, I am going to do my best to pronounce this, it's M-A-J-O-R-I-E. Majori? Majori? Yes. Yes, that one. Finlay was an opera singer. Oh, okay. That's cool. And she was born in West Reading, Pennsylvania. So at nine, Shania Twain's music got her into pursuing music. Like hearing that on the radio, you know, that's what I want to be. Shania, Shania Twain. Twain. That's the second. Same. <laughs> I haven't told Connor this yet but yeah <laughs> it was That's it was a slippery slope goal. it was a slippery slope from Shania Twain into Metallica and then, <laughs> then just you know you know it's it's when you're listening to Shania Twain the recommended is you know Slipknot <laughs> Avenged Sevenfold that immediately starts playing the, the Spotify algorithms having an aneurysm is what you're saying <laughs> oh uh, so at 2001, she's 12 years old. She picks up guitar lessons and writes this song called Lucky You, which is like, like I mean, not knowing her discography. I don't know if that one made it onto one, but she wrote her first song at like 12. Oh, wow. All right. At, in 2002, at 13, she is, uh, <laughs> she's already been picked up by, uh, you know, the, the, so she did like scout stuff. I think she was a model for a couple things, but so Already at like 12, 13, like her parents are seeing this like potential in her. Oh, and her dad was like a, a stockbroker, I believe. And her mm-hmm. mom, I forget what her mom was, but they come from like middle, at least middle upper okay. uh, class. Yeah. So, you know, she had these, these opportunities to do this. And then yeah, exactly. so, uh, she's doing some talent stuff here and there. So it's not like she just like, you know, appeared out of nowhere. Like she's kind of like already starting to do the grind at from like nine already all the way up to like 13. Okay. Nice. You know, build you know, already starting to like build up shops and stuff. And at 
uh, thir- uh, at 13, uh, uh, development, she got like a developmental deal with a label wow. already seeing potential at 13. Dang. Right. That's crazy. Man. Really yeah. puts things into perspective. It does. Because she's like 32, 32, 33 right now. Wow. And she is murdering it on like the, on, it kind of honestly kind of depends on what scene, on what uh, scene she wants to be in. Does she want to be in the country scene like she started off with? Yeah. She murdered it in the pop scene. Yeah. And she's kind of taken a step into this folksy kind of. Yeah, folksy. I can. Kind of thing now. And she's still doing really good there too. Wow. So I don't know if she could jump to thrash metal, but I would listen to it. <laughs> I, I think definitely it, give it a shot. I'd have to give it a shot. What do you think of Taylor's? You know what? Oh, man. This is my prompt for the Apple uh, review uh, for the listeners. Okay. If you want to take yes. it, if you got nothing. Um, if you could, if you could go hey, again, give us five stars. But what would Taylor, Taylor Swift's thrash album be called? Considering Taylor Swift, um, what would her thrash album be called? Or even just like a song on that album. Because a song could be the title of the album, too. Some people do that. I think that could be really funny. What I would love is if the genre is the only thing that changed. You know, she looks exactly the same. (laughs) The music video is just like any of her pop music videos. It looks exactly the same. The only difference is there's heavy distortion the entire time. (laughs) Like, she's not even singing any differently. She's still got some pop twang. But there's just... (laughs) Heavily eight string guitar distortion going on. I was, I was hoping for her to attempt like, <laughs> no, it would be funny if she just kept her regular vocals. Cause I'm thinking some Tom Araya. It's oh. your story. Oh no. Say yes. No. Oh, if they could come bad. back for like one song and just cover a Taylor Swift song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe look what you made me do. Oh, I think that could be a metal one. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so, you know, 13 already getting like looked at for a, de- a, a, a developmental artist deal. Like that's not like a full on record deal and stuff. It's them investing in you because they see potential, yeah. which Still, is at 13. That's incredible. At 14, there is enough like the, the family believes in her enough to where they move to Nashville. Like her dad like transfers his job to the branch in Nashville. Wow. And like the whole family moves there because they they're like, I think she could probably do this. Talk about supportive. That is incredible. That's that's heartwarming. Yeah. Like her mom and uh, I believe there's there's her and her mom would go to Nashville to kind of scout things around, like send demos out and stuff because they lived you know in Pennsylvania. Wow. So they'd make these trips to Nashville, and then so she gets this developmental deal, and then her they believe in her enough to like, yeah, let's let's go there and see where this goes. Like wow. that uprooting your life and moving to a completely yeah. different place compared to Florence Foster Jenkins. It's like your dad. <laughs> wow. You're right. Yeah. The think about the, like the drastic difference of family upbringing. Florence Foster Jenkins was like, art, if you pursue your dreams, you're dead to me. Yeah, basically that's no joke. That's, that's what he did. Yeah, dude. And then Taylor Swift's dad is like, Oh, you want to do music? Well, let's move to Nashville. In his mind, he's like, Jesus Christ, if this kid makes it big, I can retire now. <laughs> I, was, 
I'm going all on red. (laughs) (laughs) Or what if he had like just like a loan went bad or something in the state he was living in. He was already packing up things. (laughs) And Taylor Swift walks in and is like, hey, can we like move to Nashville? He's like, that's a great idea. And while we're at it, why don't we change our name? <laughs> Leave a few teeth behind. We're going to burn the house down. <laughs> no, we're doing this for your dreams. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he was like a stockbroker. So he was able to transfer down. Um, so it's cool that they did it. Like, I, lo- I appreciate people like taking a leap of faith to like a leap of faith onto something. Yeah. But I also appreciate people that do it in an, as responsibly as possible. Because he could have just like quit, moved down to Nashville, and then uh, just bet it all on that just to see where it'd go. Yeah, and he would have come out on top. But I also I have I have a high respect for people that do it in like a logical way. But it's like, yeah, we're gonna do take this huge. Um, I mean, it wasn't like the hugest risk for him. He still had a job, but he's like, I want I want her to succeed. So we're gonna a take this kind of big risk, but. I still need to provide for my family. Yeah, exactly. So he did. They didn't just, you know, jump ship. Yeah. And, you know, because a couple of talent lessons went well, and they yeah. got like basically like the the equivalent of like a Mouseketeers. Like we got our eye on you. We'll see where this goes. Basically, what the development deal kind of is. Yeah. So I don't know if there's a whole lot of money in that, but you know, at that point. As but, soon uh, as they move to Tennessee, well, you better start recording because we're going to need pay rent here in a month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so at two in 2004, at 15, she signed a record deal with Sony ATV Music Publishing. Oh, wow. Record deal at 15. Sony. That's Sony. What the, it's, yeah, it's not, a, yeah. it's not a Jim Bob's basement record label. It's not HBO now. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say HBO back then, but no, that was actually pretty good back then, but HBO now. No. Oh. It's. No, it's, just, it's Sony. Like she's like Sony, one of the big ones. Yeah, bam, out the, the, the she's kicking the door in. Seriously, just boom. Yep. And there would be disputes later on, um, you know, because when you take on some deals early on, if you're not careful, you kind of get taken for a ride a little bit. Yeah, that's true. Especially with especially with a young, uh, up and coming artist at yeah you know, at fifteen. Yeah, and just in the music industry. You got to be really careful. Yeah, and then anyway. there's, and you know, she's 15. I mean, she doesn't, she's not a hardened, you know, I, I imagine yeah. there's things some artists wish they knew now before oh, they went 100%. back. I mean, the Beatles actually would be one to talk about yeah. uh, with not owning their, their whole catalog for the and longest time and knowing being, about Yoko Ono. Uh, getting uh, affected by Yoko Ono. But no, they actually like, there's a lot of money that they, they could have gotten that was just taken off the table because yeah. they had a really shady, uh, the guy handling all that so mm. you got to be really careful and i know there's she's doing these like re-releases of her very very early work i think that she wanted and that were tied up in a lot of like legal red tape so, okay that's cool though i think it's really cool that she's able to she's able to get it back and like she's actually one of the few people and i think it's just because of her massive star power yeah. that she's able to get these things either a to afford them or b uh because any any swift with like taylor like taylor swift is going to become like Elvis or uh, the Beatles. Like, I think she's yeah. going to go that far. Yeah. As far as Honestly. like uh, the, the, the momentum she's gained and the trajectory she's on, she's going to reach like the superstar status. 
And at the end of this, I actually want to talk about that very thing. Like okay. once you reach that level of fame, what starts to happen to you? Oh. So we'll get into that. Okay. Um, but coming back to her being 15, uh, she is the, at that point, so I don't know if it's been beaten yet, but at that point, she was the youngest artist signed to Sony. Wow. At 15. So there's, so going back to gaining a certain respect for Taylor Swift, like there is something there. Yeah. You don't just, you don't like, you don't just get that out of nowhere. Yeah. I like, can never listen to someone's like art music at all, but still have a level of respect. Right. I mean, the Beatles. how they got there. Yeah, exactly. Just, I'm not a huge fan, but you got to respect where they're at. You got to respect that there's just countless bits of, you know, documentaries and uh, just the millions and millions of fans, their music having such a long lasting life on the, sh- you know, on the charts and stuff. Yeah. And I'm curious for her what albums will be the ones that people go back and remember. Huh? Yeah. I, I imagine I, usually it's probably the big like checkmark album, the big uh, checkpoint albums, like one of her first ones, probably the album where she went pop. I could see. Yeah. Like and, her first platinum. Yeah, we're actually great segue because uh, we're at 15. Don't tell me at 15. Not, so not at 15. Okay. So I, I didn't. So this this whole thing isn't about like her bio. I was about it's, to go move from metal to pop. If you were going <laughs> to say that. Well, if you want to make money, can't say that's a bad move. <laughs> uh, so uh, I didn't, I didn't want to like go too far into this because this is about the conspiracy and we have plenty of that to get into. I just wanted to give a just a, a flash, you know, flashcard example of her, her life, but we can't talk about her life without mentioning the all the all the shit she's accumulated over the years, like awards. Wow, yeah. So to kind of long, I got some specific numbers, but to long story short, this here, she has a dedicated Wikipedia page to her awards. What? Just take that in for a second. You go to her Wikipedia page, which I went on. I had different articles and stuff, but usually this starts with Wikipedia, especially something that says conspiracy theory. I think like uh, yeah. I, with conspiracy theories, I do my best to find things that are somewhat reputable because there's an article on this in like uh, uh, Vox, I think had a, an article I read for this. Okay. Uh, I think I peeked at one for Rolling Stone. So there's like notable. This isn't a. Uh, crystalballincense.net you know what I mean yeah uh, Sasquatch is real I saw him.org like this, <laughs> these are like I do my best except for one website later on which we'll talk about and you'll understand why that one's a little less reputable oh. but I had to go to it. <laughs> um, so but the, these things usually start on Wikipedia to kind of give me a gauge of how much information there is yeah and when you go to her Wikipedia page, there's a little blue highlight about the middle of it, all of the information that just says see awards. And you have to pull up a whole separate Wikipedia really? page. That's got a, just a, a chart of wow. just the incredible things she's done with her life. <laughs> it, it hurts to look at. You, you, I, might I suggest a glass of a strong beverage you, if you're a musician to, just to, <laughs> to catch the tears in. You look at that, then you look at your participation trophy from 15 years ago when you're in first grade playing soccer, not even knowing what soccer was, and just <laughs> cry a little. Um, side story. <laughs> uh, the one thing she doesn't have is an ethics award. This is an award I have because it was a, it's an award I got 
in uh, really my community college years. Uh, I went to USF later on, but my community college years. Yeah. Um, I got an ethics award for my debate on cannibalism. <laughs> the ethical oh, pro- it was the ethical wait. pros of cannibalism, and I got an ethics award. It was the ethical pros pros of cannibalism. So it was. I've a- got to hear this sometime. Like the full, if you could find, I want to hear the full debate. If it was recorded, it wasn't recorded. But the general gist, it was a, it was a joke. So it was, it was a. <laughs> so everybody was doing like um, you, you weren't know, being serious. Well, when I was presenting it, I was. Because I, I just wanted to see the horrified looks of the people in the room. Wow. That's and, uh, awesome. Long story short, basically, like, we had a debate class, and we had people were picking, like, your standards, gun control. You know, marijuana should be legal. You know, pros, you know, the ethical, uh, the weight of, like, abortions and things like that. Like, oh, you know, yeah. the, you had to have both sides. Of heavy it. hitter topics. Very heavy hitter topics, but also in a debate class, pretty cookie cutter. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying those are not big issues. I'm just saying, like, they're, they're common. Yeah, it's Very like the common. greatest hits of a debate class. Yeah. And we come up with anything. And I had enough people on my side to go, well, why don't we do the ethical pros of cannibalism just to horrify people? <laughs> <laughs> and we did. That's amazing. And we came up with, we came up with the solution. It was actually the Mark Twain quote that we used, and it was, uh, to solve the overpopulation and hunger crisis at the same time. Oh my God. <laughs> it was to turn them into sausages. Oh. Soylent green. Soylent green. Yeah. And it's I had the people. I had one person, like her eyes like like grew three times we just staring at us like we're all mad people. Wow. And then I had one guy in the back just nodding his head like, This is what I've been waiting for my whole life. <laughs> I bet. Were there like any parents or like no? This visitors, is college. Guests? No, this is just college. This is just a classroom. I would have loved for someone who's like just you know has to be there to support someone else, and walked in as like finally the damn entertainment. <laughs> the best part about the award is they gave it to me on stage at a ceremony, and they read off the title. Wow. Presenting the <laughs> ethics award for the the ethical pros of cannibalism, Ty Lindsay. Wow, that's awesome. Do you still? Where is that? Is it like a trophy? It's a little glass, little. That's little gla- a, and it says that on there. No, it just says ethics award, but I, it's it's for the ethical pros of cannibalism. I would keep that by the door. <laughs> by one of my proudest moments. My front door, and anytime anyone walks, I took in the my house. I took the picture with a professor that awarded me the picture, and I've got my arm wrapped around him, and I'm acting like I'm biting it. <laughs> okay that's one of the greatest i know side tangent oh, yeah. over that's one of the greatest moments that's the word that's i have amazing that's what taylor swift don't have just say <laughs> taylor she can, swift could suck it she can take that to one of her houses <laughs> in three different continents or something i don't know anyway so she's got short list here oh. taylor swift's got this is what she has over me though and i'm, I'm okay it, scales might be a little yeah might be a little, you know, weighted on one side. 11 Grammys, 34 American Music Awards, an Emmy, 25 Billboard Music Awards, 55 Guinness World Records set for winning records, Songwriter Hall of Fame, combined 50 million albums sold, 78 billion streams. Wow. On various, this is all combined. Oh, billion streams. That's crazy. 50 million albums sold. She's 32. Wow. 
I think we're going to, I, I am going to say we're going to see her on that. Like, like, and this isn't like, I don't have units sold and I have like, yeah. like the, the Pink Floyd one. We're going to see her on that chart at some point. Oh yeah. By far, by far. Cause this is currently, and she's still a hot topic. Yeah. Yeah. No, she is. Uh, she's going to become like crazy superstar, like status. If she like, well, she is already, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but what I will say, which takes away from all of those awards, she was in 2019 Cats. Oh. So that negates all of those awards. Yeah. <laughs> that was that movie gave me nightmares. <laughs> I've never wanted to take drugs before and watch a movie, but <laughs> it's tempting. It's tempting with have, that. Have you heard about the butthole release? Yes. Well, they, <laughs> So it's the, is it the one where they edited them in or yes. edited them out? Edited them in. Someone was like, no. this movie needs buttholes. <laughs> is this like a studio thing or did somebody go back and add like at? I, I think they that's what they did. That's horrible. I've never seen it, but I've definitely heard about uh, it. Whoa, it, it adds so much texture to the film. <laughs> Let me tell you, when scrolling through Facebook, that title grabs your attention. If I had nine <laughs> lives, I would have spent eight of them watching this movie. <laughs> One more asking for more lives. Oh, oh my. not a good idea. So that, uh, that's something I'm going to... That's going to be the saddest... That's going to be the second saddest internet search I did <laughs> next to our next topic. Okay, okay. Good Christ. You know, I think I actually have heard about the, the butthole. Yeah. Yep. Coming back to theaters. <laughs> like Avatar. <laughs> the re-release. Only the buttholes are in 3D. <laughs> Who needs a director's cut when you've had <laughs> the uncut butthole version? Cats are a f- like less than a foot tall, but still somehow there's always butthole eye level with uh, you. Eye level. You just find a way. <laughs> so now that we've got that out of the way but you know all those great things she's done but remember she was in cats yeah so that that weighs heavily on the scale but holds the side on our minds that weighs way too heavily now we're going to talk about the illuminati oh which because i'm a four-year-old and in, in my mind i always read it as illuminati <laughs> i always like before I knew what Illuminati was, I just thought it was another pasta. <laughs> it's, it's a lot like you got your fed, you got your spaghetti, your fettuccine, your Illuminati, your runic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, that sounds fancy. I'll have Ooh. some of that. It's That's pasta, how they get you. It's pasta, but you don't know what's in it. <laughs> so the Illuminati were actually a real group. Wow. Okay. So we're going to go through their history real quick. They, they were a real group. Like there was an actual group historically documented called the Illuminati. Oh. Uh, it's Latin for enlightened. And historically it refers, so this is going to the actual group. Uh, they refers to the Bavarian Illuminati, like the, from Bavaria, uh, and which is a secret society which operated from 1776 to 1785. Okay, it's not a long time. No, no, it is not. Uh, it was founded by Adam Weishaupt, and that is W E I S H A U P T. 
doing my best huh. here. Weishaupt. I think that's what it is. And he was a German law professor who believed strongly in the Enlightenment ideals. Uh, what are the, fain, the five main ideals of Enlightenment, you might ask? Oh, yes. Uh, so there's reason. Which is divine force. It's what makes humans human. It destroys intelligence and tolerance and your ability to read the word intolerance. Nature, which is good and reasonable. Nature's laws, gov- uh, you know, nature's laws are what govern the universe. Okay. Happiness. Achieved, achieved, a word, words. Words are hard. <laughs> they're, they're hacking into my brain as I'm reading this, so I'm not able to do it. Happiness, which is achieved if you live by nature's laws and don't wait for heaven. And progress, which is like continuously growing. And then liberty and freedom, which really should be six things. But they just put liberty and freedom as one yeah, thing. Yeah, same thing. Sure. Uh, so those are their five ideals. Like they're basically all about like they're, they're kind of, they're secular. So they're not, what they mean by not waiting for heaven is that like they want humanity to just progress. And basically sometimes church gets in the way of that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also that, uh, they were composed of 13 or so bloodlines, uh, bloodline, family bloodlines that these families would eventually grow in power to control the world. Basically it's boiled down to 13 families. I still feel like in the end, one of the reasons why it may not have lasted that long. That's a lot of power split up between that, that many people. I feel like. Also, I don't, some of them are going to get greedy. Also, I don't think 13 families is enough to like get past the inbreeding stage of things. Oh. Uh, you know what I mean? Because uh, in so in one generation, you go from 13 to like six families and one sad person left out. <laughs> <laughs> and then from then on, it becomes goes from six to three, right? Uh. If they all survive. If they the all process. survive. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those, I don't know. There's a way, to, I know there's like a whole lot of science to that. I know that's a really basic way to look at that. Uh, the, the inbreeding, like keeping the genetics like from cross-contaminating yeah. and stuff. But I, only 13? Yeah. At no. some point members are going to start having like extra fingers and stuff. Yeah. Not a good time. No. This is why cults are bad. This is why cults are bad. Well, there is, they were a secret society. Well, not Ziggy's cult. No, Ziggy's a benevolent, benevolent tyrant as long as she okay. has treats. Yeah. <laughs> so, Vyshift wanted to educate the Illuminati members in reason, philanthropy, and other secular values so they could influence political decisions and they could grow in power. Huh. So, basically, get into how, you know, what runs a, runs a nation and, you know, get it, get people in the right seats and you know whispering in the right ears okay. to eventually get global power. It's a very like political chessboard kind of thing. I also think it's scarily possible. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean there's something weird going on. In today's on. day and age, there's something going on. I don't know if it's lizard people, but they might as well be. Yeah. Lizard people, fake birds that are drones. One of them. Birds aren't real. Uh, so the Illuminati's goals and reputation often exceeded their means. So they always like dreamed bigger than they could actually achieve, <laughs> which I think is it's hilarious. Um, at their largest, they consisted between this is a pretty wild number, but this is also a secret society. 
So people knew these people like historians know this group existed for sure, but there's a lot of, a lot of secret keeping. Like they were really good at keeping secrets. Surprisingly. Yeah. Wow. This is a lot of people. If this had been the internet, everybody would know. Yeah. And if this had been formed any earlier around the, you know, well around our time, there's no way that, that 650 to 2,500 members could keep anything secret. Wow. Yeah. Right. Not at all. You hand a politician a phone. And I'm surprised that like people don't know like nuclear codes and stuff now. <laughs> yeah. Just for some reason, stupidity just finds its way to the internet. So the Illuminati members joined Freemason lodges, which is a separate thing. Okay. So if you're familiar with what a free, like I'm, yeah. I didn't get into the Freemasons too much in this, but just know they were another secret society who were also real. Yes. Uh, so the Illuminati would infiltrate uh, Freemason lodges to recruit members because they're already kind of in a secret society. And, and, you know, we have people talking like, oh, this is a great, this is a great group. This is a great group. But, you know, it's a better group. It looks over his shoulder both ways. Illuminati. <laughs> you know, this place is great. But, you know, over at the Illuminati, we've got muffins on Tuesdays. You know, if that's your style, I mean, we also orage from time to time. <laughs> your member fees are, are how much a month? You know, or they don't have member fees like this. <laughs> Illuminati. If you join their gold plan today, it'll save you 25%. It's annually. funny that you mention it that way. Because <laughs> we'll get there, my friend. Oh, jeez. Just you wait. Uh, so they would infiltrate for the Freemasons to try to bring people over. So that's how they would grow their numbers so fast. Well, not really fast, but you know what I mean? At all, really. Yeah. Because we're going to find out what it took to become one. Uh, well, the best that I could find out. They use symbols like the owl, which is a big one for the Illuminati. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Owls were big. So they use code names to hide their identities. That's why it's kind of hard to figure out exactly who was a member and they also are really, really good at keeping a lot of like the fine details of the Illuminati, like uh-huh. to playing it to the chest, like not telling anybody nothing. Yeah. Uh, they also had a very, very complicated member system. Like when you joined, I believe it was begun. You started off as kind of like an intern, which is called a novice. Okay. And then you get bumped up to like the journeyman, which is a Minerva. Uh-oh. And then a full-fledged member was called an, illumin- an illuminated Minerval. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, an illuminated navel. Here we go. I got a flashlight. I put it on your belly button. That's what you are right there. An illuminated navel. Welcome to the society. So that's what it was like in the beginning. Like there was three levels in the beginning. And I feel like uh, I'm trying to figure out like how like it did change over time because we were talking about yeah was it that Clem last time uh, or no it wasn't Clem it was somebody who like uh, who went up like taking the shit across like three steps oh yeah and yeah. having to walk basically ten miles oh, home horrible horrible choices were made and uh, I can only imagine to to like seem like top dog he would force people to probably they, no this isn't real but i imagine yeah in his head he would try to force people to do that as well everyone does that yeah uh, he did it he did it i he, definitely he did it should have crossed three steps and walked in miles without wiping <laughs> so i imagine it was that's 
none of that's true. But the, the shitting on the steps is real, but the other stuff's a joke. And but walking. And or, walking. And, no and or hitchhiking. And or hitchhiking. Definitely real. See part three of the Helter Skelter yeah. you know we're talking about. <laughs> uh, so I think either they got members too fast or they just kept getting more and more paranoid. So they would add steps to which it became 13 steps to wow. become an Illuminati member. Um, and I looked pretty hard and I could not find the 13 steps. Really? I did find a few things, but I don't know what steps these would be. Like, I don't know what ascending order these would be in. And I okay. don't know. Um, I don't know, like, at what point you would have to do these. So, I re- you know, it starts off as three, grows into 13. Um, and the rituals they would do, because they would do some, you know, weird club ritual type stuff. I mean, it's it's a cult. You can't really have a cult without some rituals. Culty. Yeah. So once you add the word rituals to club, it's a cult. <laughs> it's like a it's like a clubs don't have rituals. Yeah, Cults have ritual. <laughs> you add some rum, some coke, get a rum and coke. You <laughs> add a secret society and rituals, you got yourself a cult. Yeah. So uh, on the rocks, please. Neat. <laughs> so novices could move to a, ascend to a higher level. If they did at least one of one of or all of at least these three things. So there could okay. have been more, but these are the ones I could find. And remember, this is uh this was tough, so I do my I'm doing my best with the resources here it was kind of tough to like Okay, yeah. So I don't know if these like I did my best with these. So they had to complete and report on all the books they owned in their library, which seems like a easy task nowadays, but I mean back then books were huge and yeah. very expensive because i mean to get a to have books made it was a very lengthy process and the content in them could vary so that would be more of a daunting task and plus these are like upper echelon people that have a lot of books yeah uh they have to write a list of their weaknesses and reveal the names of any enemy they've had oh okay right any enemy any enemy they've had Right. They're just like, well, one time this one guy, he came over to my house and he offered me a pie and it wasn't fully cooked yet. So now he's my enemy. Like, I suppose what you got to give him something. What kind of enemies? You got to give him something. And then uh, the novice would then have to promise to sacrifice personal interest for the good of the society. Okay. So if. You getting screwed over meant the betterment of the society. Congratulations. You're going to get screwed over. And for those reasons, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm out. But you don't get these sweet, sweet jackets. <laughs> and there's this weird thing about them not trusting anyone over 30. Have you ever heard uh, that expression before? Like you never trust to anybody. join. No, never. They didn't trust anybody over 30. I don't know how long they practiced this. Uh, was this in the time period where no one lived past 57? You know, that's a solid point. I don't even <laughs> think about that. That's a solid point. Maybe. I don't know how long they practiced this or like how strictly they held to it, but I could understand for like for newbies to join, but you got to think the, the people up top, maybe, or maybe, and maybe that might be the way that it should have been worded because maybe it's like, you can't join if you're past 30. And the idea was because you'd be too set in your ways. Exactly. You learn something new. 
Exactly. Right. Like the 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 dough is too hardened. It's Do no you longer. feel set in your ways, Ty? I like learning. Do you feel set in your non-cultish ways? <laughs> I'm pretty set in the fact that I'm not going to be joining a cult. Oh, you hear that, Ziggy? Yeah, I don't know. I'm probably not going to, you know, I might be dead in the morning. We'll see. <laughs> I'll be the one wearing the Letterman this time. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so they use the spy-like protocol to keep their identity secret. And uh, one theory, it, there, so it's hard to catalog what they would actually have done. Okay. Like, what were they successful at? And one of the main ones I found is that it's believed that they're responsible for the French Revolution. Really? That's about as, like, as far as, like, height goes... That would have been their biggest, like, high five, boys. We've got the French people to murder themselves. But was that not like a good thing in the end? I don't know much about the French well, Revolution, to be evil. honest. The Illuminati are not, these, the historical Illuminati are not evil. Like, they want power and wealth, but it's for the progression of humankind. I mean, I guess if you don't kill anybody or shit on stairs in the process, then that's fine. I mean, a lot of people died in the French Revolution. Yeah. Wars have to, I mean, wars, well, I don't say wars have to be fought, but I mean, wars do get fought. That's a whole nother topic on whether war itself is inherently evil or, you know, it's just a mean to an ends at the end. Yeah. And I wonder if it's like a a few for the many type thing, which is a very easy thing to say, but to actually do. Yeah. So maybe, maybe. I mean, they're not inherently evil is what I'm getting at. Like the, there's all the rituals and stuff like that, but which we may see as weird, but at least to them. Yeah, they're not the historical ones are not evil. Yeah, but I mean, it's like the betterment of society is still better than believing that you're Jesus Christ and the Beatles are here to take you away. If we were to put it on a scale, you're correct. (laughs) I see what you're saying. (laughs) Correct. Okay. Um, You know what? Sign me up. <laughs> okay, we're gonna need that list of enemies. <laughs> That's the scale we're basing this off of. You know what? I'm in. You can either say no more. <laughs> become a Minerva. <laughs> or name. you can be really into the Beatles. <laughs> Take your pick. What are the uh you want to compare the joining like requirements for both? Well, either you can listen to the White album 172 times. <laughs> Uh, repeat indefinitely is what actually there's no there's no fixed limit there is you listen to that thing hundreds of times for sure or you give us a list of people you kind of don't like i choose the latter i got a couple (laughs) i got a couple i can can fill out the list um most historians believe they were mildly successful at achieving their influence and have long since been defunct Okay. Like they eventually kind of just like dissolve one for one reason or another. Yeah. But again, that's hard to kind of figure out because they're really, they they were actually really good at keeping secrets. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of hard to tell, like maybe they didn't go to fucked and maybe their, their 13 inbred bloodlines now control the world. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was actually talking to my mom about this a while ago that the best way to cover up a like the Illuminati or something like that is to get that label of conspiracy. Cause then as soon as the word conspiracy is like, Oh, 
that's just a conspiracy. There's no belief. There's no truth in that. Well, all you need, yeah, you need, you just need half the people not to believe you, and then they'll fight exactly. the other half to the death. Yeah, and then the other half are just labeled as conspiracy theorists, no matter how much truth there might actually be to what they're saying. But you know the problem with the like, let's say the fifty percent of people that uh, that are hardcore like believers and stuff. Yeah, the problem is they always pick like the worst people to represent them. Yeah, they are photogenically terrible PR. The worst people to ad- advocate for anything. Yeah, because they always look like they're insane. I'm not going to take any hardcore information from somewhere wearing tinfoil on their head. That's not going to happen. I know. It's like okay, Ted. I've got a lot of evidence on. Uh, I can do it. I can prove that aliens are real. It's like, oh, sweet. All right. I'm going to need you not to sleep for five days. <laughs> I'm going to need you to put on this military jacket for a war that you weren't even alive for. <laughs> I need you to get as greasy as humanly possible. Find grease. Find oil. Smear it Smear on it. yourself. Smear it on yourself. I need you to get your hair as crazy as it can. Go to sleep just long enough to mess up your hair and then wake back up. Eat the Taco Bell menu the night before. Do not shit all day. You are not allowed to shit all day. Just hold that in. Let it brew. And your your uh, <laughs> online social media account handles are, you have the choice. You have the choice. It's, uh, they're here, they're here, they're here, UFOs, look at it, dot com. Or <laughs> that naughty bitch 65 at gmail.com. Oh, no. Oh, no. Those are, those are your two handles that you can pick and. Go out there, lead us. <laughs> lead us to victory. <laughs> that's, that's who they're... That really is, like, who it's is the, always the one who's on the news. It's like politicians. It's the worst ones always rise to the top to speak yeah. the loudest for the rest of us. Exactly. Jesus. Why? Why do we keep doing that as humanity? That's a, Why? That's a question I have. Oh, my God. That naughty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's the one I would go with. <laughs> better than typing they're here they're here they're here a bunch of times <laughs> okay so that was the historical illuminati oh okay those yeah. that's that's the real group that really exists existed to now, what extents and to what influences we don't know but they were there and actually george washington talks about them at one point really yes Wow. He was apparently like, one of the biggest things that come up is like George Washington was afraid of the Illuminati. And yeah. I think he was just because they formed in like 1776. I think he was like basically like, let's keep an eye on this group I've heard about. Yeah. Let's keep an eye on this group. As first president yeah. of a new nation. I'm scared of everything. Yes. <laughs> Justifiably so. Yeah. Basically. I was like, yo, 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 guys. <laughs> George Washington. George Washington. He's just like, yo, 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 yo. hey, guy. <laughs> Standing, you know, 1776, just like, fuck you, King. We left Britain. We're here now. This is America. My name is George Washington. How's it going? How's my powdered wig? How we doing? How we doing? <laughs> um, you know what we shouldn't do is like make one person in charge. Why don't you be the sole president? See, that's just what I said we shouldn't do. <laughs> I don't, let's, like, let's not put like one person in charge. Can you rule till you die? <laughs> Kill him. <laughs> what if his family takes over after? That's what we're not that's trying to literally, do like, That's literally. We literally just left that. Are Any you just, new ideas. <laughs> are you just sticking with things that you see in the room? 
<laughs> it's I, it didn't he he yeah he was offered to be king after his more or less become the American years, king and, and he's like, like no you know a lot of people just that. died for you to say that right yeah like I hate you so much <laughs> I'm up on the podium speaking to what is going to be the United States what's left of the Americans after the war yeah <laughs> why don't you why don't you just be king instead of being a president for four term for four years. No, uh, it was no, it was like Pawn Stars. They had to argue back and forth. <laughs> Why don't you be king till you die? Uh, uh, how about one year? How about ten? How about four? <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> Four's good. How about eight? All right, maybe eight. Let's say like four. We'll see how I'm feeling, and then I'll come back. <laughs> because fuck even numbers, right? I hate fives. I hate zeros. It's always got to be something weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah i would have that needs to be a thing but anyway so now we're getting into the the illuminati that we understand today so there's the we his, think we understand the, today perfect answer thank yeah. you yeah so there's illuminati that actually existed and now we're learning about what we interpret as the illuminati okay yes so this should be interesting so you know they kind of die out in like uh we said like a uh, 18 Da, 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 1785 i believe presumably yeah presumably went out in 1785 which is hard to document because they didn't Day really snaky. do enough to be remembered for sure it's like i think there was that group that was around that what they it's like a pasta or something uh like a secret <laughs> society it wasn't the freemasons well at least not all of them you know so um <laughs> thinking about george washington <laughs> so so we go all the way from like 1785 maybe some inner spurtings of you know popping up in history here and there but the popular like the illuminati itself doesn't become a mainstream thing again until like let's see what it was it was like the 60s 1960s okay yeah when the Illyria, it was a book series that read like this guy, these like authors wrote called the Illuminatus trilogy. It was by Robert Shea and Robert Anton Wilson. Ooh. It was actually six different, six individual books broken into three volumes. Okay. Wow. So part one is the eye of the pyramid. Part two is the golden apple. And part three is called Leviathan. Huh? The overall summary of the whole series. I wanted to break it down book by book, but that was going to be too long. Because they're really long. Uh, the overall summary, a summary of the whole story is that it's a satirical, postmodern, science fiction-influenced adventure story. It's fictional. <laughs> it's not real. We just... Oh, man. Man, and he makes you sad sometimes, right? Humans, aren't they funny? We're going to take... Humans say the darndest things. Could you imagine... One, the luck. Oh, it's 1975. Sorry, is when these books came out. 75. Even yeah. later. Not even like we're in the 1970s. Still, still. Could you imagine how much that author lucked out? Like the fact that I bet they sold a lot of copies. Well. Because it, of how much like people are digging into the Illuminati even nowadays. 
it did decent. It did pretty well. It won an award for uh, the Prometheus Hall of Fame award, which I think that's a poor choice of words because Prometheus was the the god or demi. I think he was a god for sure. Yeah, he was a full god. Yeah, that brought fire to humanity by tricking Zeus, and that symbolizes him bringing knowledge to humanity. Oh wow! So for them to get a Prometheus Hall of Fame award, oh wow, it's a poor choice of words yeah. in my opinion. Is uh. Do you do you know what Leviathan is? Like where that comes from? I, I've heard that a lot. I'm on a Facebook group called Worship of the Lobster God Leviathan. <laughs> well, Leviathan is like a biblical like giant. It, I believe it's a giant. Like it's a monster, and I believe it's specifically like a sea monster. Oh. it's a it's a biblical thing. Right. Yes. Kind of like the Kraken Leviathan usually gets mixed up together. Oh, it's like a okay. squiddy octopusy yeah. type thing. Cthulhu. Yeah. Same thing. So uh, I do have kind of a summary of the story even more. So there's an overall like the byline of what it is. But it's a drug, sex, and magic laden trek through a number of conspiracy theories, both historical and imaginary, related to the author's vision of the Illuminati. Oh. So it's basically this crazy story about what a guy thinks the Illuminati is. Oh, yeah. And and it's perfectly, and I don't, I mean, maybe not perfectly innocent. I'm not going to, like, I don't know for sure because I've read the books individually. Yeah. Like, I've read a little bit about them. But what it sounds like is a guy having fun with a crazy. Yeah. It's like what we're doing. We're yeah. taking this crazy story. We're outright saying this is bullshit, but it's a fun ride. Yeah. We're all in the seat. We're all just watching this movie together. And then someone listened to it, like Charles Manson listening to the White Album. Well, it's just a bunch of people starting to talk about it. Yeah. And it develops this like this like cult kind of like following of yeah. like it's like enough people like, would it be crazy if and then he'd play telephone and then you get to the end of the line where it's like, dude, I heard about these people that like they worship like goat blood. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It basically is just popular telephone. Yeah, the pyramid and the eye. Look at the back of the dollar. It's all um, there. The proof is in the pudding. Pudding? It's an anagram for Satan. <laughs> uh, so that is like, so we're there into like, that gets into like the magical kind of side of things. Yeah. Uh, the idea of uh, the Illuminati and the devil for sure doesn't come, like doesn't become a thing until uh, Dan Brown's Angels and Demons novel. Oh. Because the success of the Illuminati, uh, blah, 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 looks like the exact title of it, the Illuminatus trilogy. Yeah. Because that became like it's like it, became, it started a whole genre. Yeah. Like that's actually pretty cool. I don't like the Prometheus Award because it's fictional. Yeah. But it doesn't mean it wasn't a good story, uh, especially what this leads to with the craziness. But um, the demon side of it doesn't happen, un- doesn't really happen until Angels and Demons. And it's just another fictional story taking this genre for a ride. And it's yeah. all fictional. And it's the, it's the Tom Hanks movie. Yeah. That's what that, that movie, was a really good movie. The first one's fun. The second one's like, okay, guys. Probably why I didn't even know there was a second one. It's like, okay, guys. Really, how many, how many of these things are we going to do? Wow. That's why there's only two. But um, that the angels and demons thing is what actually it's maybe not the only thing, but it's the main branch mm. that connects the Illuminati to like Satanism. Okay, because remember wow. the real Illuminati are secular. 
Yeah. And we're going to learn more about it later on. Uh, after we get after this, the, the section after this one, we're going to learn about some things that we misinterpreted. But oh. uh, they were secular, though. So yeah. they, they wouldn't be say they wouldn't be satanic because that would be in itself a religion. Oh. So there's yeah. already there's already a lot of holes. Huh. At least like the it's a it's a group at the very least, it's a group that's not the real Illuminati calling themselves Illuminati. Yeah. You know what I mean? Man, we really did them wrong. Uh the Illuminati the historical Illuminati? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm not a big fan of people that like start a war. Yeah, but I mean, this is all it's alleged, starting a way, revolution. But... I don't know. Is did France need it? Was is France better off after that revolution? I don't know. But I mean, maybe I don't know. I mean, I the American Revolution that happened probably Some would had argue to not, but we would argue yes. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean. Yeah, so starting a revolution, I think it's different than just outright starting a war with another country. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, yeah, you can just, I don't know. I'm not like, woohoo, the Illuminati. You know what I mean? Yeah. The historical but, Illuminati, but let's still, say. the uh, historical Illuminati, it's starting to sound like we did it pretty dirty to, compared to what we think they are in now, now times. It's like somebody like stealing your stuff and then claiming it for their own and like, that's not who we are. Oh my God, this is stolen identity. Yeah. The historical Illuminati, like their, their super inbred grandchildren should sue the fake Illuminati yeah. for liable. It's like when a rap group samples the chorus of a metal song. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Shots fired. Okay, that would hit home a little bit. Ow. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, buddy. <sighs> Oh, man. I'm not saying I don't agree with you. <laughs> man. The vigor. So at this point, I would like to advise everybody to go to their pantry or their drawer, take out the aluminum foil that you've got in there, form it into like a Hershey Kiss-shaped <laughs> hat. Hollow, yes. Yes, like a hat. And go ahead and put that on right now. Because we don't want our brain waves to get picked up by satellites as we talk about this super secret stuff that I found openly on the internet. Wow. Oh. Super 100% top secret. Deep. First Google result. <laughs> so we're going, as I like to call it, we're going full tinfoil. Just like Illuminati. Google's Illuminati question mark. <laughs> yeah. Do you know the little suggested tabs? The Illuminati. Taylor Swift. <laughs> So do you have your hats on? We oh. do. All right. So we're going in. I had fun with the title on this one, and it's America's Sweetheart and the Illuminati. Oh. It sounds like a book. Ooh. So saddle up. The conspiracy allegedly, for their lawyers out there, yes. begins in 2009 when Kanye West crashes Taylor Swift's VMA speech with the infamous, I'm going to let you finish, but Beyonce should have gotten the award for the video. Oh, uh, that's where it begins. And I remember seeing that, that was on kind of recent, wasn't that? That was 2009. Oh, you're old. <laughs> so am I. Damn. Because I watched that on TV. That kind of stung a little bit. <laughs> yep. yep. How do you think those rappers that sampled metal songs feel? <laughs> like, that's, 
That's like that a was year uncalled two. for, man. I was literally thinking to myself, like, that's a year or two before COVID, right? Right. <laughs> Only a decade before. Ten years. Wow. God damn it. The rain makes my knees hurt. <laughs> oh. This I'm gonna let you what I call the infant the I'ma let you finish situation launched a seven year feud between the two. Oh. Right. So both performers, which I think Taylor Swift was already pretty famous at that point. Yeah. Her songs are already like on loop on, uh, you know, the radio and stuff. But uh, both performers would become instant household names. Taylor as America's sweetheart that was wronged by the rebel Kanye West. And they're already pretty famous. But I think what they're saying here is that like that put them boom. That's like two huge people having a very, very public you're really at the time. It's a little shaky nowadays, but the the music video awards, like that was that was one of the most public things that could be, one of the most watched things. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, I could so see that happening as like planned by their agents and stuff like that. Like that's a great move. To you'd have to act like there's a big feud going on, but also. Like, that's a great move to get your names out there. Like, to just boost your fame and make you trending for a while. Yeah. Great move. But from what I've seen of Kanye, I don't think that was planned. I was going to say. Just based on that. For a moment there, your tinfoil hat was blocking the government signals. <laughs> that was that was blocking you from your free thinking because you're actually very, very close. Really? To a conspiracy theory. Oh, Jeez. But uh, there must be a You might want to patch that hole. Okay. Yeah. Because you, you second guessed yourself right at the end. <laughs> Let me go get the flex seal. Yeah. Flex seal. <laughs> <laughs> Let's slap that on there. A bunch of interns made this boat out of just flex seal <laughs> and studio grade titanium. <laughs> so uh, Swift is uh, stopped by Kanye. They have their whole little thing. She's sad. And oh, then she, no. they go off stage. Yeah. Right, but later she would appear again in the in the show when Beyonce invites her back up on stage, and they're both wearing red. Oh, because before she's wearing like a white silvery kind of thing. Yes, and then she comes out in a red dress. Oh, planned. By the way, Beyonce, in some circles, is called the queen of the Illuminati. Oh. Of course. Also, allegedly, Beyonce's super wealthy lawyers. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so so this is a quote I found. Uh, It's just some, let's be real, a lot of of sources on this don't really matter. This is more just finding it. This is just fun. I did try to find this YouTuber's name because there are dedicated pages to this. Wow. But uh, the quote, of course, Red is a significant color, and they're also, I can tell they're British because they use C-O-L-O-U-R. Oh. Color. Or at least European. Yeah. Of course, red is a significant color for Mason, uh, for free Masonic lodges. Free Masonic lodges. Uh, it's the color of having been initiated into the order. And there's so many, pro- there's so many problems with that sentence. If we're talking Illuminati. Yeah. Because they're not the Freemasons. No. They're not. There's still Freemason buildings 
around. Yeah. I think the Freemasons are sort of more or less still a thing. Yeah. I mean, I've seen buildings over in Tampa, Lakeland, like over here in Florida. Yeah, it's like the it's the it's the right angle measurement with like yeah. the, the the tools, like gauges and stuff in it. Yeah. Yeah, that's they're still around. I thought Freemasons were just, you know, con- like concrete workers. Well, they were. Yeah. Well, they started. Well, what I've actually found about Freemasons was that they were like the bricklayers and stuff like that. Yeah. Basically, they're the arch- the super valuable people in their days, and to avoid um, losing business to other brick like brick masons and stuff like that, they would not write anything down, and they would take on apprentices uh, that would work that would shadow them, and they would have to like basically borderline swear loyalty. To so these it's people. a union. <laughs> would eventually become like that eventually leads to that. Yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy because they didn't want all their secrets, like, you know, getting out and immediately it's like, well, I know how the best guy does it. I'm just going to do what he does and, you know, dip into his profits. Yeah. So the, there's the Mason, the Mason thing's actually a pretty interesting story. Yeah. Uh, getting to what you were actually talking about before you second guessed yourself and the government retook over your mind. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Uh, some wonder if Kanye's interruption was actually orchestrated by both of their PR teams to both cement their careers. That I mean, it makes sense. So I don't really, I mean, there's not really a loss for like, okay, so obviously Taylor wasn't going to be the uh, aggravator in that sense. She's going to play the victim for sure. Yeah. She's America's sweetheart. And if everyone, Kanye, great person to choose to be the aggravator. Because he's already it's like, believable. Because it's believable, and he already doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Right? I believe it more and more. I, I honestly, with how well he delivered those lines, I think Beyonce should have blah, blah, If you watch it, I'm like, I could see this being fake. And honestly, who really cares? Yeah. But one of, one of the things I wanted to point out was basically, like, first off, from a PR stance, it's genius. Basically, oh, you're just yeah. trading all your credibility for, like, a, the immortality of being an artist, which, or as, an, as a, becoming an immortal artist basically, which you can weigh that, but they also can literally weigh it in gold if they wanted to, because they have it. Yeah. Um, but I like to think of them as like being wrestlers at this point. Yeah. Just having like fake feuds. I mean, that's, that's how it is. Uh, I, oh, it's hilarious. And one of the things I wanted to point out, um, not really point out, but one of the things we bring up is something we've done. It's actually, there's a, our band Otherworld had, you know, was playing a charity show. And one of the things we did to get a lot of views on our shows is we actually had this fake beef with yeah. uh, one of our friend bands called Screaming at the Silence. Great that was band. fun. Check them out. Um, uh, it was really, really fun. I mean, both of the bands knew what was going on. Yeah. And you could tell by the comedy, it was all fake. It was like wrestling level over the top soap opera. Yeah. And for those who don't know in other countries, in America, we have WWE and like it's wrestling that's not wrestling's pretty big in, like over there but like is it actual like actually going at it wrestling or like it's our wrestling oh really yeah oh huh. a lot of people i mean it's pretty it's, it's this reason that like they have the big stadiums and stuff yeah uh it's big in japan too oh yeah uh, but they I have that was a but they have like, they have they have the japanese circuit over there oh. which they go hard wow <laughs> they go hard in america but they it gets brutal in japan yeah you take away OSHA and other things like that, and he, he can have a lot more fun. That's legitimate. 
<laughs> talk about uh, the McMahon, uh, uh, not McMahon's. Uh, you talk about the guy that runs WWE, uh, WWE right now, right? Yeah, Vince yeah. McMahon. Yeah, you went to talk about like OSHA and you know, yeah, paying people to look the other way. You talk to that guy. Yeah, <laughs> he has swept bodies under the rug. I'm sure. Yeah, probably. I'm. Uh, by the way, his lawyers. I it's a it's a theory. <laughs> oh yeah yeah, just hitting all the top allegedly allegedly all the top lawyers here. <laughs> Everybody pulled their pens up for a second. But, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we we had this gag with uh, screaming at the silence. Yeah, uh, great band that we're uh, we're friends with. Everybody knew about it. You know, all the band members were in on it, and by the comedy, you could tell nobody was really serious. It was all yeah. a big gag. But by the end of it. Uh, without any like with minimal paid promotions uh, on our side, and I believe they did it on their side too, for like Facebook, we had something like four thousand working on five thousand views yeah. in a very short period of time, which doesn't guarantee that many people are going to raise money at the show. But we were actually raised a decent money at the show and had yeah. the widest net we could possibly cast. Yeah, definitely. so feuds, whether or not they're true or not, are at least good material. It's good PR. It is. Yeah, people love drama. Yeah. Whether it's fake or not. I mean, wrestling. Look and how big especially it when you make it funny. Especially when you make it funny. <clears throat> Excuse me. That was a weird, like, reverse hiccup. <laughs> weird. That's actually that my programming kicking in from the Illuminati. Ah. They're trying to recycle power. Yes. Um, so other theories are that it was staged, but the award that whole thing at the award show was actually Taylor Swift's induction because apparently by a super credible source that I could not find. Yeah. Uh, you apparently have to go through a public act of humiliation to get inducted into the Illuminati. Oh, but so they did that. And then she changed into the red dress, which means she just got inducted. Yeah. So she Bam. brought her, she brought her, Super expensive red dress just in case she could sit through being humiliated like that, you know, becoming the the vessel for everybody's empathy. Yeah. Becoming America's sweetheart. Yeah. She suffered huge. Yeah. Huge from that. Um, that, you know, and that like 80 foot limo that pulled up to take her tears home, you know, <laughs> suffering <laughs> all the way back to her five star hotel. <laughs> five and a half star somehow it's even better so uh other proof quote unquote is that uh, in the kanye song famous he suggests that he made her famous aka gave her her illuminati status oh yeah in his song lyrics uh another one so like more proof you know if you want more i got more okay is that uh, Taylor Swift is very fond of the number 13. Oh. Which is obvious that it's connected to the Illuminati's worship of satanic digits. Yes. If she had like 666, like an Iron Maiden shirt on or something like that, I'd be a little more for that. But Swift has spoken out about her significant, the number 13 in her life and how significant it is to her. She said, I was born on the 13th. I turned 13 on Friday the 13th. And my first album went gold for 13 weeks. My first number one song had a 13 second intro. 
And every time I've won an award, I've been seated in either the 13th seat, the 13th row, the 13th section, or row M, which is the 13th letter. So, like, I think she's a little superstitious. A little superstitious, but also, like, genuine reasons to why that's your favorite number. I think that you said the first three things and I was like, yeah, that'd be my favorite number too. If that happened to me. Yeah. My, uh, if I turn Friday, if I turn 13 on Friday the 13th. Yeah. Well, that also means her birthday is just on the 13th. Yeah. This, her birthday was like on the 13th, yeah. like, like 80. I believe it was like eight. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It was like in the 89. I think it was, but it was like the 13th. Yeah. So, I think she's, she's going to turn excited. every age on the 13th. Yes, but she's That's just excited that could be on Friday the 13th. <laughs> Let her have it. <laughs> so for a while, at least, she wrote the number 13 yeah. uh, on her hand before concerts. Oh. So, I mean, it's That's just, some cult shit. That's her lucky number. Mine's mm. five. I like five. Mine's seven. Nice. Yep. Um. But uh, apparently that's what connects her to it. Um, my favorite one, and I might, uh, I wish I could show this to you in a better way. I'll start working on it while I'm rambling here. But uh, there's another one that, uh, that she's apparently the clone of the founder of Satan, the Church of Satan's daughter. Have you ever heard of Anton LaVey? I have not. Well... Her name is Zena LaVey. Apparently, Taylor Swift is a clone of LaVey. That's her. Oh, wow. That's close. Very close. It's very close. <laughs> I love it says uh, her name and then underneath, underneath it just says Satanist. Satanist. But she was, Satanist. Well, she was the rep, like the PR rep for oh, the oh, Church of Satan. Oh, oh okay. You yeah. know, being the, the, the offspring of the founder. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a family business. Yeah, it's the Church of Satan. You know, it's kind of a family thing. <laughs> <laughs> so she is apparently an Illuminati clone of Zena LaFay. And uh, da- Zena LaFay is the daughter of Anton LaFay, founder of the Church of Satanism in 1966. The, uh, <laughs> sorry, I had to. <laughs> um, she would publish a book called Demons of the Flesh, The Complete Guide to Left-Hand Path Sex Magic. Wait, can you say that title again real quick? Do you want to say it slower? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe put on some music in the background. She published left a... Left hand? She... Not, not left hand sex... <laughs> I knew I heard it wrong. That's why I needed some <laughs> clarification. You gotta give your off hand some love, too. <laughs> Change it up sometimes. Feels like it's somebody else. God bless those ambidextrous people. <laughs> <laughs> Demons of the Flesh The Complete Guide to Left Hand Path Sex Magic Left Hand Path Yes oh. You know like the right hand of God You know you go left hand. Oh Everything's the opposite stupid. Pretty much Right Honestly Like there's some cool Like oh that actually took some thinking That's just stupid Really The Left Hand Path Sure <laughs> I didn't say it was a good book I just said it was entertaining <laughs> Still going to give it a read. <laughs> and this is completely based on the fact that they look familiar. And as you saw, pretty close. Yeah, they look very familiar. Those kind of like really slightly angry eyes. Is that the whole like 
reason to start to... Uh, just because she looks like her. That's it. That's it. Boom. Gotcha. Well, actually, that's the main part, but there's actually... Um, there's a little more to okay. it. I'm sorry, okay. I spoke. There's a little more to it. So, um, I say they're very, very close, but not like one for one. I will say, though, like if a movie came out about Xena LaVey. Yeah. Taylor Swift. Taylor casted. Swift could easily. Yeah. With like, if you saw like, if you see, if you see the picture, LaVey's got these like, the uh, Xena LaVey's got these like crazy kind of like extra drawn on eyebrow situations. Yeah. You basically do that to Taylor Swift and like even like more aggressive lip makeup. Yeah. You're there. Yeah. It's got to be better than cats. <laughs> no <laughs> digital buttholes added in post. You know, the great thing about the Church of Satanism. No, no digital buttholes. No digital buttholes. <laughs> you know, that's what the Church of Satan's got on Taylor Swift. <laughs> so, <laughs> Zena LeVay, now known as, I, keep, I think I said LeFay earlier. It's LeVay, L A V E Y. Zena okay, yeah. LeVay. She's now known as Zena. <laughs> I totally didn't realize this when I wrote it down. Xena, what it looks like it should say, Shrek. <laughs> what? Her last, her new last name is S-C-H-R-E-C-K. Shrek. <laughs> Shrek. Shrek. I don't worship the church of Satan. <laughs> don't care. Oh, she was a spokesperson for the church of Satan between 1985 and 1990. But in 1990, she became a tantric Buddhist. Oh. She's still Look alive. Hard left turn. Hard left. Well, I guess right turn. Left is towards the devil. Well, actually, you're gonna, we're going to find out maybe not. I mean, I don't know about tantric Buddhists exactly, but we're going to learn a little bit more about the Church of Satanism. Oh, okay. Or the Church of Satan. That's always nice. The Church of Satan. Sorry, not Satanism. Uh, so, LeVay is, oh, sorry, Xena Shrek is still alive and in her 50s. So her clone would have had to have come out somewhere in the... Oh, so she would have had to been cloned in 89. Yeah. Uh, four years into being the rep- spokesperson for the Church of Satan. And I don't know about everybody else. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that uh, the, the cloning technology in 89, probably not that good. I think it's better than you know of. Better than I know of? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll poke a little hole that I had of yours. Oh, okay. <laughs> Time to let in some science. That's what the tinfoil hats block is, the radiation that comes off of fact and reasoning. <laughs> Got to block it out. Too much for our fragile minds to handle. Uh, four years into being the spokesperson. I mean, that's reason enough to clone yourself. <laughs> oh, you're really good at not Facebook. You need to, we need to bring you on to handle <laughs> the next generation. A clone that grows in real time. Yeah. You know, she'll be useful in 30 years. Wow. <laughs> so um, another thing, another point of evidence actually gets drawn out of a lot of uh, her music videos. And I've got one, which is that... Uh, uh, I believe it's an Instagram post I talked about earlier. That's, yeah. that's one of my favorite things I've read about this so far. Um, so apparently there's an article, in, uh, there's an Instagram post that points out like key elements of the music video that 
apparently are proof that Taylor Swift is in the satanic Illuminati. Ah. And specifically, like, not that there's a separate Illuminati, but that she's in the Illuminati and it's all satanic, like, stuff that she's throwing in. Oh, okay. So, uh, and by the way, you know, this guy is, like, A, factual, and B, like, super serious, because this whole thing is typed in caps. <laughs> and this is that this so this is the the instagram post that is apparently i'm not gonna say the guy's name i'm not giving him credit for this bullshit yeah but uh this is his reasoning that taylor swift is xena lafay okay right yeah he she is a person that's no longer associated to the thing that's not even connected to the illuminati but this is important yeah so this is this is his uh article and so you have to imagine like a panel with like Taylor Swift on one side and LaVey's the picture I showed you, like that picture to the right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. To the left, Taylor, hashtag Taylor Swift. To the right, hashtag Zena LaVey. Let's not overlook the uncanny resemblance between the two. Some say it's her hashtag clone. <laughs> the Illuminati is known for doing this. Oh, they are. Oh. Oh, they, so he knows. They're known. They're known. And I didn't see anything about that uh, on their website, which we'll talk about later. (laughs) It's a website. The Illuminati (laughs) is known for doing this. They clone successful and influential people Uh that will continue to carry out their sinister agenda for mankind. (laughs) Parentheses, Keanu Reeves, Mark Zuckerberg, comma, many other celebs in parentheses. Uh, Look uh, into it. Too many other do your own research. Look into it. It's like, no, no. You tell me. You started this post. You started this. You finish it. I want to see some sources. I'm not going to look into it. No, it's your job to prove it to me now, (laughs) which you don't do. Back to him. The video, hashtag bad blood itself, has a lot of satanic symbols and messages. Here it shows catastrophe, Swift's character. Kicked out of the window by arson. Hashtag Selena Gomez. Then it shows Swift getting her body reconstructed, making her superhuman or maybe immortal. Wow. Hebrew hashtag Gematria. I'm trying to my best to pronounce that word, by the way. It's G-E-M-A-T-R-I-A. Gematria or Gematria. Uh, I think it's Gematria. The, the, The shit they're pulling out of their pocket. Yeah. Back to it. Hebrew hashtag Jamantria word value for Zena Taylor. Zena Taylor bad blood is, quote, identical twins with a number value of 1330, which 33 is obviously associated with the Illuminati. Wow. Catastrophe has an English hashtag Jamantria word value of hashtag devil horns. And by the way, when they type this in, the comp is in the wrong spot. <laughs> oh, you know, they didn't. They, they were in a rush, you see, getting all the truth out. They didn't go back and take out, you know, they didn't want to get, yeah, they, they, they were too busy giving out truth. This, this. this wasn't one of many drafts. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> Catastrophe has an English hashtag gematria word or gematria word value of devil horns and Keanu Reeves. Coincidence? Question mark, question mark. What? Arson. Quotes arson has a word value for quote hexagram and quote funeral. 
parentheses, which is on the wrong line, and then the the part that's supposed to be in parentheses is on the next line, so it's wrong. <laughs> and and funeral. Swift appeared dead in the video. Hashtag music industry. And so so that's the that's the end of that. So by the way, so I'm not getting into all the hashtags. So hashtag music industry, rap industry is uh all wow. like, then there's just a list of hashtags that follow this because they're trying to get it on absolutely anything they can. Uh there are let's see how many he did. There are 24 hashtags. Wow. In that post, which I mean maybe that maybe that's the key to getting a bunch of people to read your nonsense. But uh what I heard basically okay. was water's poisonous. You know why? Everyone who's ever drank it has eventually died. <laughs> Did you see the thing where like there was people that wrote H2O's killing our children and they were walking up and down streets and then they actually got like a little <laughs> rally of people to follow them? The the birds not real. Birds are drones. Like that had a like a rally. But I'm pretty sure it was all in, in satire. It was all in sarcasm. I hope I so. Would, I would go to I think that. it's a spaghetti monster situation. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm really proud that the bald eagle drone is the drone of our nation. <laughs> you know, the bald eagle drone's got a wingspan of six feet. <laughs> Actually, fun fact about uh, the bald eagle drone is that, you know, like the, 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 the sound that we always associate that the eagle makes. Yeah. Is actually comes from a falcon. Are you serious? Yeah, uh, eagles have this weird, like chirpy one that doesn't sound anything like it. So, like the when you see a picture, like slapped on top yeah! of a yeah, it's not. It's like a falcon oh. or something. So even our eagle is Willy Vanilli. Wow, or Billy Vanilli. Even our eagles like lip singing. That's. I don't like that. But a couple of things you ruined that for me, Ty. <laughs> So with with the with the pile of bullshit I just stacked on to, yeah. and added to the internet, I had to give something a little factual. <laughs> so I'm not gonna give this guy any fucking credit. His like his Instagram thing's got hyphens and umlaut, uh, not umlauts, but like pronunciations and shit. He does have an umlaut. Whatever. Whatever. This guy's a fucking idiot. Um. So gematria or gematria. Yeah. Is an alpha uh, alphanumeric code where letters and words in the Hebrew alphabet are assigned to numbers, values, and calculations. That's a real thing. Okay. Yes. Um, and from the this is a light definition of it. It's much more complicated, but it's so that they can like interpret the Bible and kind of like understand it on another level. Okay. It's kind of like yeah. assigning it and like making things code and kind of like and kind of seeing things in things. Like it's I don't understand it completely. Yeah. But uh, it it is interesting, and I, I mean, look it up if you want to. But um, I tried to use one for this. Okay. So one of the things I wanted to point out is that he uses like Zena Taylor Bad Blood. Why would you pick exactly those words? Why wouldn't you use Taylor Swift and then Zena Levay Bad uh, Bad Blood? He's handpicking these words. Um. I know they're like they're the keywords yeah. pretty much, but he's picking them and putting them in that order because he's basically words and letters have numerical values. And it's kind of like he's playing to the he's kind of like uh, guiding the answer, if you will. Yeah. And the way I 
uh, there's, I mean, I, I just found the first, I typed in Gematria calculator in Google to try this out. Typed in the same, highlight exactly what he wrote and put it in there. Uh, and I got uh, 1,335 and he got 1330. Ooh. So either my calculator was off because I bet we're using the same one. But I, yeah, somebody that types things in all caps like this is probably not going to page two or three of Google to find what they need. Yeah. So I, I, I went to the most popular one, plugged in exactly what he plugged in, and got five more than he did. Yeah. So he's, so he, there's, there's a hole in the boat, Captain. Yeah. Um, and I tried to find out what it meant. And I might not know, I don't know exactly what 1335 means. But it didn't say anything about twins. The, the word twins oh, okay. never appeared on the page that I was led to. Wow. Right. So, and also he's pulling 33 out of 1330. So he's specifically grabbing something that means something to him, like out of that. Yeah. Because I don't think you can do that. Like, you don't, like, if you have a thousand, for example, you don't just pull the two O's out of the middle and it means the same thing. Yeah. Like, no, it's. No. So he's <laughs> he's forging the answer to meet his need. Exactly. Pretty much. Uh, so I said he had 24 hashtags. Uh, and they include things such as hashtag. And all the hashtags, by the way, are also in caps. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, my, my personal favorites were hashtag NASA lies. Uh, hashtag flat earth. He can't even get his. He's he. So between those two tells me he's a flat earther. Yeah. And somebody who can't grasp the concept that it's a globe that we live on. Yeah. Shouldn't be the one trying to spout truths on Instagram. Because <laughs> it's like, you know, like you're only as good as your foundation. Well, I mean, at least it's Instagram and not your local news station it's on not TV. not Fox or CNN. Yeah. It's a little too close. Not Joe Rogan, you know, <sighs> at least, at least it's just Instagram. At least it's just. I think I can leave him on Instagram. <laughs> leave him there as long as he never ventures. That's some interesting Joe Rogan, though. Oh yeah. Uh, well, the fact that he would be talking like like kind of presenting this as fact, you mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. That's He's already having enough trouble with the censorship and everything else. Oh so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Oh, uh, and good for him. there's also hashtag Murica with three Ks. The three Ks. <laughs> That's racist. Is that not racist? No, it's meant to be. It, oh. It's America. Like not oh. America. It's like a it's like a assuming a redneck person would say, yeah, America. But it's yeah. like America. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this guy's uh this guy's an idiot. Yeah, shitbag. Yeah, he he also is a shitbag. Yeah. I would love you know what I actually do want is I want to have him explain to me why the earth is flat. Oh, I'd love I love I, I want that in my life. So when you look at this flat map of the round earth, <laughs> when they start their sentence with that, there's no <laughs> redeeming what, whatever you're going to say past that. It's so when you, when you travel to, uh, so they, is it, so like the earth is like flat and I wonder if there's like a sect of a sect of people that wonder if like the United States, like the Americas, like Canada to South America are on one side 
and like Europe's on the other, <laughs> like a coin, you know, yeah. or is it all on one flat plane? Oh, I don't know that. See, that's it. See, you know what that is, though, is me and you at least being smart enough not to think of something that stupid. I thought what they thought, and I just was. Didn't. I thought that the, what they thought was that Ant- it's all on one side, right? And Antarctica is the giant wall of ice. Well, that's one theory. I'm just wondering if there's like a coin theory where they're like, it's on the other side. I bet, I bet there's probably some people who think that. So like explaining travel is like, all right, kids, you have to travel like a thousand miles west and then maybe two miles across a plane and then another thousand miles down the other side (laughs) to get to Europe. On the short side, it's like, it's like a half day, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man, I want to... if I get that time, I'm gonna pull up a, a rant about uh, flat earthing just to yeah to feel good about myself. You know, <laughs> you need a, you need a boost in the morning sometimes. There's actually a website. I wish I knew what it was called, but I don't. But it, there's a website where you can look up the real size of countries. Oh, and, and so you drag can, the thing around. Yeah, I've you heard can of that. Flick it and then drag it around the map to compare it to other countries, and it's like. Greenland isn't as big as you think it is. Right. You know, like Greenland, Alaska, Russia, they're not like the northern half. It's not as big. It's just because it's at the top of the map. It just gets like distorted. Yeah. Nice. So now that we've kind of talked about, you know, the the, the alleged definitive proof, the, the the number 13, especially the award show and the symbolism in her music videos. Mainly talking about bad blood, you know, this is the one uh, I yeah. pulled up. Yeah. Um, what do you get for joining the modern Illuminati? Like, what's in it for oh, you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Where are the flyers? <laughs> so I did try to do a, just a general search. Of, so the historical Illuminati would be like influence and power and things like that. Uh, this is what they actually wanted. You know, they wanted influence. Uh, but for the betterment of humanity, quote unquote, whatever you believe. With uh, the modern Illuminati, I did type in like literally the sentence in a computer. I had to type, what did Taylor Swift get from joining the Illuminati? <laughs> That's a real sentence I've done for for everyone and myself. The know. FBI agent watching your Google searches. Going, like, what the actual? Oh, geez. Fuck? We got another one. We have another family we have oh. to wipe out. Um. So yeah, just just just, just I had I had to type that in, and the same articles I found every time popped up, and it was just talking about like the award show, yeah, the the music video, and there was nothing like rewards for joining. Okay, so I decided to take it a step further. Okay, uh, I highly encourage you not to do this, but I found so I typed in uh, Illuminati benefits, and a website <laughs> came up. <laughs> It's so excited for this. I All right. So this is the so this is the top one. Oh right? my! So have, with, with 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 conspiracy theories, I usually go for top of Google, right? Yeah. Um, especially with this kind of stuff, and it's and I I'm telling you, I do not condone this. Okay. You enter at your own risk. I'm doing it. I'm telling you, don't do it. <laughs> I did it for you, so the world doesn't have to. Uh. Actually, I'm not going to include the last part because I don't want people going to this website. I'll tell you. Okay. But okay. I'm, I'm not going to. I just want to see what like color scheme they use, what template. 
sadly pathetic. Yeah. It's like golds and black. Like it's like Okay. But not in a good way. Not a way. bad color choice. A lot, lot of like blocky. Yeah. Like it's not a very visually appealing website. That's an art, by the way. We got like click clickable icons or is yeah. it just like text? It's, it's like a resume website. Oh. It's like yeah. meh. It's like meh. It, it does what it needs to, but it's like meh. I when I imagine this is this is what I want to describe for you here. Okay. If I could imagine pulling up the Illuminati's website. Right. How I would picture it is, you know, you click on it. It takes a long time to load. Just forever. Because <laughs> that's just your computer getting hacked into. That's just, yeah. <laughs> Seven people are logging on to whatever cameras you have in a 50 mile radius. <laughs> and then when it finally pulls up, it's just black screen and then like candles light. And then the text <laughs> fades into into the foreground. That's what I picture. That's Am I a, wrong? It's a damn good website. You know what? If we can get to talking. You know, let's make it a little bit. <laughs> we really need to contact them tell and you, tell them we can do better. You, I'm going to put this out there. Like, <laughs> if, if you design websites, <laughs> get in contact with us. We're probably going to use like Wix or something. Uh, but if I have time, I could put that together. But if you make websites and actually are really, I'm, I'm a novice, but if you're really good at putting websites together, we need one. <laughs> Ziggy's cult website. <laughs> Ziggy's cult website. <laughs> oh my God. Order of the underbite. We've got shirts. The website. If I figure out how I swear, <sighs> I will try to figure out how to make necklaces. I want it, I want it to be a doc of. I want that for it's us. Not, it's not. <laughs> maybe we can make ours. But I, I, this, I'm not going to tell you what the dot is because I'm not going to give them. Oh, man. So I'll tell you, but because I, I can't, I don't, A, I don't want them getting traffic. Yeah. And B, uh, I don't want people getting hacked. So, and the worst thing that we could ask for is we do not want people like finding it and then being like, well, Phantom Jukebox led me onto this <laughs> incredible website. You. You know, <laughs> five stars, you know, drawn here by two idiots on a podcast. Uh, so it's, it's Illuminati official USA dot something. Not going to tell you. It's pretty sad what the dot is, but I'm not telling you. Hey, well. Uh, <laughs> well, that's not a website. That's a, that'd be their email. It's a hotmail, you know. Uh, so they also have a glass door, which is, which is an employment website. I checked. There's nothing on it. They're not hiring. <laughs> not hiring. No Illuminatis are really? hiring. In today's day and age, everyone's hiring. Come on. <laughs> we talk about the unemployment rate. The Illuminati's not even hiring, for I'm God's really, sakes. Yeah, that's sad. That's sad. I just, the times we're in. Oh, man. I imagine. I, I would only imagine five stars. COVID hit everyone hard, man. So if you could imagine where in the United States Ooh. that the, the Illuminati official USA would be based out of. Based out of? In the United States. What state? It's in the United States. It's in the United States. I'll narrow it that much for you. Okay. United also, if, States. Uh, also, if you need another writing prompt, why don't you go ahead and tell us where you think it'd be? <laughs> why? Because I need a why from you as well. I would think my first guess right. would be Hollywood, California. Define Hollywood. Like what specific part of California. 
L.A. Boom. Really? On the head. Nice. Congratulations. You are a bloodhound for cults. <laughs> or at least people pretending to be. Sniff them out. So it's an elite organization of, quote unquote, <laughs> of world leaders, artists, and other influencers with the goal of furthering prosperity of the human species as a whole. Oh. So kind of going back to the OG historical. Yeah. Okay. My question is, um, if they're if they're the official Illuminati now, this is what they call themselves. And I got nobody else. There's other Illuminati sites, by the way, but this one's the only one that said official. You know, anyone could say official Illuminati. Who's going to sue you? And if they do, you've just outed yourself. Yeah, exactly. Boom. It's a uh, yeah, man. Uh, one of my questions is if they're here to further the prosperity of the human species as a whole. Yes. Then why are there only so few rich people? If they're here to fix stuff. Yeah. Why, are, why is it like 1% of the 1% super, super rich? And I almost bet you none of the 1% have made it to their glass door account. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so that's one problem I see with this. <laughs> Two, they say on their website, they claim that humans wouldn't exist without them. Like this Illuminati, this Illuminati official USA uh, is solely responsible for the re- for humanity for still humanity. being here today. Oh. Thanks to their influence in our governments and things like keeping us from wiping ourselves out. Uh, they aren't public because they must belong to none but loyal to all. Uh. That's a quote from their website. That's a lot of jargon. It's a lot of bullshit. Uh, they also keep referring to us as humans. <laughs> so like, it's not like we the people. It's, it's, it's those people. <laughs> they are solely responsible for keeping the humans alive. Wow. You know what I mean? It's like, why do you say it that way? Why do you, what do you, what do you kind of like wince and lean forward and say humans? Like yeah, you, are you are you saying you're a lizard person? No, <laughs> certainly not. Is give, that a cricket? Give me your monomatonic gold. <laughs> oh man! Oh, uh, money oh. is apparently the route to freedom and not evil. Oh, uh, so the more money they have, I suppose, the freer they are. Uh, all the way down to there are membership fees. No, there's membership fees. You gotta like the union. You gotta pay okay. those dues. Okay, to join the Illuminati official. I'm so excited right now. What I could you, not find out. I know rewards? you're gonna ask like how much it was. At that, I don't even care how much. I just want to know like what are you benefiting from being this like tier? I think you go to like seminars and stuff. There's on the website. There's pictures. Of like people in like, you know, like hotel conference rooms <laughs> holding up plaques like enlightened. It Dude. should say sad and preyed upon. <laughs> I was literally picturing you remember like in middle school, yeah, and very early high school, maybe even, uh, those like booklets of just like stuff you had to sell to like get this page of oh, like the yeah, rewards yeah, 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 like yeah. if you sold this much it was like this so many points you got like this scooter that doesn't work 
or <laughs> that's what I meant. That's what I was hoping that that rewards list, like how crappy those things oh, I were. I could I couldn't get into it that much because at that oh. point I just started entering information. And I'm sorry, but no. <laughs> I will create emails right now. I will create fake names. Tell I'm, me, tell me what happens because I, I, I was not punching in any amount of my information. Into what bank thing. should I go to to get a new card? <laughs> Wells Fargo doesn't have a great track record. And Scott, I hear they still use wagons disposable. to transport the money. Allegedly, <laughs> Wells Fargo lawyers. Uh, oh, oh. Uh, so there's member fees. They use a version of the all-seeing eye symbol as a pendant. Oh. Uh, so it's the all-seeing eye, but it's their take on it, uh, which you can buy upon joining. You don't get it for joining? Oh, you you gotta, still have you to gotta buy, buy it? it. You got to buy it. bastards. I'm sure it's like some shit plated gold. Oh. Uh, and I couldn't find out how much to join and for the necklace because, like I said, I'm not punging in information. Like, I looked everywhere. Like, in, like if they had a merch store or something. I could not find it and was not willing to give up uh, where I lived for it. So I need to know how much this is. That's that's the Illuminati official. Dude, what have you done? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, you need to make a bunch of fake shit because you don't want yeah. that. I deleted a lot of like history tabs. Make sure I was. Oh. Um, so also real to, to not keep this from being uh, to keep this from being like super long. Uh, I wanted to burn through some real quick misconceptions of the Illuminati and okay. LeVay Satanism, as a matter of fact. Yes. Uh, the floating eye of the dollar, the eye of providence, uh, above the pyramid on the dollar, when yeah. you flip on the back, yeah. is comes from Freemasonry. Oh. That's a Freemason thing. It's not an Illuminati thing. Wow. I bet Freemasons are pissed about that. I bet they are. Like, you're stealing our shit. The, the all-seeing eye is officially, historically not been an illuminati thing and everyone thinks it everyone is. thinks it they see like they see that's crazy. illuminati like the owl definitely illuminati og illuminati yeah that the eye is freemasonry man it's sucks. the christian but actually even more than the freemasonry it's a christian symbol to represent god's watchful eye okay so they didn't come that's up with cool. it either like and uh both the illuminati and the freemasons used christian symbols time to time yeah and of course they would yeah and it was such a big thing i mean like people like are you know it's not as popular i suppose from person to person like religion but i mean christianity's huge so they of course they're gonna use powerful symbols yeah in what they do um also satanism alien myths and other ideas would not have would have been totally foreign to the bavarian or historical illuminati because yeah. they were largely secular going back to that yeah and also mostly lean towards atheism. Okay. Actually, yeah. I mean, one of the major tenets of being in the Illuminati was that not having religion get in the way. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's our, there's already so many holes. Yeah, because you were saying at the beginning that they are more into following the laws of nature and not. Right. Kind of like the stuff we can see, taste, and feel. Yeah. It's like, this is what I govern myself with. Like, things I can make calculations on. Yeah. Are what they are what they held to value. That's just them. That's just them. And also, real quick, before we get into Levee Satanism, uh, these are very, very brief and simplified versions of a very, very complex topic. Yes, put that out there now. Uh, this is a, a subject of many a podcast, many a history lesson, 
There's yeah. a lot to this. I needed to boil this down kind of quick okay. to explain yeah. LeVay Satanism. All right. But bear with me. Okay. Um, there is a more historical Satanism, and then there is the modern interpretation or a more modern interpretation such as LeVay Satanism. Okay. Yeah. Uh, both are a rejection of traditional Christian moralities. Obvious. Yeah. Uh, from what I gather... Uh, from when I could read about it, because of course, this, like this, this Taylor Swift thing took me down so many rabbit holes. Yeah, and there was a lot to read, a lot to condense. Um, historical Satanism is less of a of a formal organized religion, and kind of in short, what non Christians would get called. Yeah, it's more of a thing you get called rather than something you would like believe. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. For example, uh, Wiccans or the Salem witch trials. Yeah. They were called devil worshippers, but they and themselves yeah. like a traditional like a uh, from what I understand about uh, Wiccan being a Wiccan and like Wicca is as a nature thing. Yeah, it doesn't really have much to do with Satan at all in most interpretations of it. It's more about being like closer to nature, uh, and then people that don't spend the time to kind of understand it in a deeper sense just kind of attribute it to like it's not Christian, then it must be the devil. Yeah. But that happened a lot with every other religion. Right. So when they bring up, and I, I, I put this in here specifically because they keep bringing up, especially the one guy, the Zena LeVay thing entirely because they look very, very similar. They yeah. do. But when they say Zena LeVay, they mean, uh, when connecting the Illuminati to uh, LeVay Satanism, they mean LeVay's interpretation of Satanism, which is criminally misrepresented. Really? Uh, and before I think this is like a fanboy gushing kind of thing, he was a weird cat. Okay. Anton LaVey was a strange man. Yeah. Let's be real. But what he believed and what he taught is not what gets told about him for the okay. most part. Yeah. And this is, again, generalized. There could be weird tenets to this side of things. But for the most part, LaVey Satanism is not the practice of evil or as the, the worship of the actual antichrist or uh, the devil or the, interp- the, the Christian uh, uh, interpretation of the devil. It is not the worship of that. Okay. It is more about ethical egoism. It's about the self. Oh, yeah. I've heard it. I've actually heard about that. Yeah. Right. So according to LeVay, traditional religions are fundamentally hypocritical and dangerously inhibited and dangerously inhibited the physical tendencies and emotional needs that are vital to human life. Sexuality uh, was probably the biggest one. Uh, Mm, Anger, uh, greed, uh, the ego, the self, stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, no, we like to have sex. Uh, It is good to like yourself. It is good to think you're good at things. Like it's, you know what I mean? And a lot of things in like Christianity are like, no, you are humble. Uh, Sex is bad except for making children. Um, You know, don't explore yourself. Hardcore, like, but not all Christianity. That would also be another harsh generalization. But the Christianity that LeVay is having to like be, you know, counter is that it's the, it's the, the Puritan, you know. I mean, yeah. The ones that labeled him. The Satanists, the Christians the that the, the the generations of of Christians that you know came after burning witches, that direct line, yeah, 
of Christians is kind of what he's talking yeah. about. So, yeah, we're not talking in general terms Which, here. In, in what he was saying, that's pretty much is the, like the OG Illuminati then. I mean, they kind of, they kind of believed in like the same stuff. Right. But they wouldn't have gone his route. Like, mm-hmm. so he is making this like an organized religion. Ah, I see. So this isn't like a, a philosophy. This is like, uh, he's kind of considering this a religion. Like and the religion of not Christian. It's like you yourself are your own God. Okay. Kind yeah. of thing. I know that's general, but it's still kind of having a religious twist to it. And I know that's closer to like the Illuminati. Like if you break them down to what they actually were. Yeah. But I don't think they would have gone to anything that was called a religion. Yeah, no. Because they okay. were like reason, yeah. reason and science. It's close. It's very close. But I think putting the word religion on it, they're already like, no. Yeah. They're like, no, we're not going that route. And this is all hypothetical for the Illuminati. But um, LeVay Satanism was also like, he wasn't, and it was, and it kind of was kind of on at the atheistic side, but you still kind of like were more about, you were drawn into the self and appreciating, like you said, you're kind of the center of your own universe. Yeah. Um, and it was also, he wasn't a nihilist. Like he wasn't into like the destruction of things. He taught wow. them, he taught his followers to obey the law uh, and taught indulgence and pleasure could be beneficial only if it didn't harm each other. Wow. That's kind of nice. It's kind of like, uh, like again, he's a he's a kind of a yeah, interesting cat. Like you, you look at picture of that guy, and you're like, this guy's pretty weird. But it's not, at the very least, it's not what people say about like Satanism. Yeah, uh, and Levee Satanism is like was formed in like I said, 1966 is when it became an organized religion. Yeah, so there's not. You'll have people that'll say like you know. That they'll call themselves Satanism, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But that, you know, I've said Satanism a lot, but yeah. um, we're talking about like LeVay and stuff. His is what is considered an organized religion because he put he, he yeah. defined it that way. Why wouldn't you change the name? I think it, he did it to uh, just kind of be like anti-Christian. Yeah. I think it's like that's as far away from being Christian as he could think of. They call me a Satanist, so by golly. It does lend itself to it is yeah. it is a poor name for somebody that doesn't want that kind of struggle. Yeah. But I think it kind of led to people like maybe it's one of those wrestler techniques that's like to get people talking about it. And yeah. then also for to start the conversation. Maybe. This is all speculative. But maybe yeah, it's course. to get that conversation started. It's like, well, this is actually what I mean. Huh. So All right, hand me a pamphlet. Yeah, it's <laughs> It sounds a lot better, but still, it's pretty weird. Like yeah. there's, there's some weird tenets to it. Yeah, so, definitely. I'm just giving it a chance to not be like it's not uh, witches and black cats. Yeah, you know the, I mean? ooh, goat's blood. It's like right. uh, love yourself and others. <laughs> and a very, you must have very interesting eyebrows to be in the church. <laughs> uh, so that was just to kind of explain that. That okay, wasn't a, yeah. a piece for or against it. It's just that is the definition of what that actually is. Okay. Um, so I looked at, I, in the readings, I found a political scientist who actually comes from the University of Miami named Joseph Ush, uh, Usensky, doing my best here, who quotes 
people you people will use the term Illuminati to define anything they don't uh, like that might challenge their values. Huh? Yeah. So basically, it's just kind of like assigning, like I don't like it. It must be the Illuminati. Like not being able to like handle it right. You know what I mean? Same with like Satanists. Also, it's not Christian. Must be Satan. <clears throat> also, there is um he uh. I believe it was him as well that points out that there are ties between power and conspiracy. And this is going back to what I was talking about uh, the height of fame, like where you get yeah. to a certain point. And it is the thing that ties conspiracy theories together is that they always point to someone who is supposedly powerful. You never hear a conspiracy theory, uh, theory about a homeless person on the street or on a, in a gang of poor children. That's true. It's always Elvis. Yeah. It's always Paul McCartney, Taylor Swift. Fucking Beyonce, apparently, being the queen yeah. of the Illuminati. Um, this is an interesting thing about it. It's like, in a global media-driven world, celebrities represent a new and unusual form of power that has an uh, appropriately... Oh, sorry. An, an unusual form of power that has an appropriately conspiratorial response. Basically, huh. people reaching a height of fame or getting to a status of being so successful. Yeah. Us down here don't know how to interpret that. Like, how yeah. can somebody get 55 awards in anything and sell that many records, be that successful at 32? Yeah. You know, and it's like you tie whatever you want to it, but also just people just not being able to cope with that and kind of breaking a little bit. How can someone become so 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 rich right just from making facebook i mean by selling all your information to the government that's how they do it but i mean and he has mark zuckerberg has a lot like oh, i wouldn't say a lot but a pretty big conspiracy on him too which are like yeah but so that kind of like that kind of summary is what i wanted to get to towards yeah. the end that kind of wraps up this whole thing is uh Mainly, it's like we have this this Taylor Swift conspiracy because she's entered, like we were talking about earlier. Like I think she's going to become the next Elvis and Beatles, yeah, level of fame. Yeah. And she's already like she's already like you know got like the the one foot in the pool already. Definitely. You know, people are it's Illuminati. Like there's a theory that she doesn't have a belly button. Because <laughs> uh, she's like you ever heard the story, the show Kyle X Y? Yeah, it's like that where he's like grown in a lab, so he doesn't have a, an umbilical cord, or never <laughs> had an umbilical cord. Um, and there's like stupid ones too, but the, she's getting all these like theories and stuff spread about her. Yeah. Um, but it's just because like people are like, you know, she's becoming a new standard for how successful you can be, you know? Wow. Like, are yeah. you famous or are you I Taylor mean, Swift famous? Yeah, honestly. So that more or less kind of wraps up that conspiracy. That was a fun wow. ride for me. What, what do you think about it, Joe? Well, I... It's pretty interesting. I, I'm definitely going to check out uh, the Illuminati's website. I'm almost like hesitant to give it to you because I don't want bad things to happen to you. <laughs> it's like I call you and you just never answer the phone again, which really should be me because I was the one who went on there first. Uh, you know, it, it'll all turn out good in the end. At least I hope so. If you see me, if I wear a red dress to our next episode oh. of recording, just know. Just know. I think you know what that means. What do you think your public humiliation would be? <laughs> having to admit, like, maybe having to... How listen. public? That's probably why it's famous people. Like, I don't know how public besides, like, being on this podcast and, 
like a gig for Otherworld, I don't know how much other like how big of an audience I would have to publicly humiliate myself. Well, you can help us become more public by rating and reviewing <laughs> on Spotify and Apple. <laughs> What a fantastic Hell segue. Hell yeah, that was a segue. That wasn't even oh, planned. Oh, man. Uh, so if you go on Spotify and Apple, you can help us be- reach our goals to like become popular enough to be humiliated and then join the Illuminati. Cause Let we'll- us get big enough to have conspiracies against us. That would be an honor. I would. It would. And you know what? I'd be started. one of the people that totally plays into it. Get the rumors started now. Let's do it. Go spread it. Send your carrier pigeons. Send your carrier pigeon drones. Your hobo carrier pigeons. <laughs> so uh, please give us five stars. And then uh, what did we say? It was, oh, yes. If you can't think of anything to write about for your Apple review, uh, you know, what would Taylor Swift's thrash metal album be oh. called? Maybe a couple song titles. I'd listen to it. I'd love it. I'd have to try it out. Yeah, let us know on twitter.com as well, forward slash phantom jukebox underscore, facebook.com forward slash slash phantom jukebox and instagram.com forward slash phantom jukebox podcast where we should get pretty soonish a picture of that uh t-shirt yes yeah, so as soon as it gets in the mail and like i said i'm checking the uh the print to make sure we like it uh like from the the it's a print to order yes. company so we're making sure okay. that i got the file right uh and it looks good on the shirt um that uh the uh Order of the Underbite was submitted to us by, well, that's interesting, podcast. Uh, they sent it to us. I just want to just shout them out again. Uh, you can find them at, at WTI underscore pod on Twitter. Check them out. Uh, they're, they're fun. I really appreciate them uh, playing along yeah. with us on this. And, and that's a great name, by the way, guys. Like, well, kudos. That's interesting. Yeah, that's a great name. I love it. Good job. Uh, also, because we mentioned it before, check out Screaming at the Silence. They're, uh, they're, yeah. they're A, great sports. Great uh, sports. They're great sports uh, for playing along with our, with our joke, with uh, you know, the, the thing. They're good people, and uh, they have good music. I love watching their shows. Definitely. Uh, the only reason I hate playing before or right after them is like, having to like, inv- like get our gear out, and I, I miss their show. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I don't like that. It's a bummer. And like, because uh, when you get off stage, usually it takes a minute. Uh, but yeah, they're great. Uh, what else am I forgetting? Oh, we have our thank yous. And I want to thank Kenny Grooms yes. for all the yes. amazing work he did on our theme song. I'm going to shout him out every episode. Uh, it's fantastic. The more I li- we got to listen to it on the uh, the Alexa today, actually. Oh, really? Because you can like you can ask to play our podcast. You can play the podcast on nice. it. Nice. So I got to, just hearing myself through another speaker was pretty cool. Yeah. And then uh, the podcast, the the theme started, and I was like, oh, that sounds good on everything. It just, oh man, that'd be something I would no shame have. I'd have our podcast playing like from a little Bluetooth speaker or over the TV, just like having a house party. Uh, you know, keep it a little low, but you know. Enough where people can hear it. Yeah, when I go back and <laughs> listen, I I go back and listen to ours too. I, I'll usually do it while I'm making lunch and stuff. Like I have my little speaker. Yeah, it's that that theme song sounds good on everything. Oh yeah, it's because Kenny Kenny Grooms is incredible at what he does, and somebody who was also incredible at what they do is Dakota Galvin. Yes, she has been killing it with the followers Those. at this point in time. We're almost at 380 downloads uh, on. Uh, 
various like the streaming platforms. Uh, we're yes, I don't know the exact number. We're over four hundred uh, followers on Twitter. Wow, she's just making the rounds, sending uh, out those tuxedo covered carry pigeons. <laughs> so much fancier, the fancy pigeons. Uh, <laughs> but she is killing it on that, and then she is just taking names on social media, and it is oh yeah, great. Uh, you can also find us on Good Pods. I wanted to mention. Oh, okay. Uh, it's kind of like a Facebook for podcasts. Oh, nice. It's neat. It's neat. It's, it's new. It's on its way up. It's neat. It's neat. We're actually number three in history podcasts. What? Yeah, on the list. We're wow. number three. Nice. Thanks to you guys listening. So, again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Joe, for being on this crazy ride with me. Thank you for bringing me along, brother. Dude, I have, I'm so worried that people are, <laughs> that the Illuminati is like tracing my every move now. Oh, I, I I think they'll leave us alone. I feel like I I hope not, but we may have just given them some followers. I don't know. That's why I don't want to give them the website. Yeah. I don't I don't want them to have the traffic, especially yeah, don't not from do us, it, guys. Don't do it. Don't do it. Believe, believe me, we gave you the interesting good. We gave you the good good out of that yeah. website. It's it's terrible. <laughs> but anyway, thank you so much for on the, uh, joining this ride for us, and uh, tune in next time. Until then.